the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's Arthur Idala on AM 970. The answer. This is the Arthur Idala Power Hour with quintessential New Yorker attorney Arthur Idala, New York's go to lawyer. He's here to share his stories from in the courtroom and around the city with interviews from high profile guests and everyday folks calling in to talk about everything from politics, lifestyle, health and wellness, and more. And now your host, making the case for the city he loves, attorney Arthur Idala. Those of you who are big fans of the Power Hour will know if it's Wednesday, it's Luca Day. So here I am in the law office on 45th and 5th. Idala Bertuna and Cammons and Luca Joseph Idala is sitting across from me. And we're in our Yankee gear because we're doing the show live. We're keeping it local, but we're going to be running up to Grand Central Station. And we are going to be heading on the 4 train to 161st Street to watch the New York Yankees play what I call the Tampa Bay Devil Rays, but they're now just the Rays for like a long time. All these baseball names, teams are changing names, but um, there's a lot. We got a great show. Uh, We got to talk about money, um, and we're going to talk about money with a, a guest we've had on before, Carl Gould, who's a financial advisor. And obviously we're going to talk about inflation and we're going to talk about the feds raising rates, uh, significantly 0.75 which is a big deal and like what does that mean and how does that affect us uh you know the the credit card interest rates are going to go up home mortgage rates are going to go up but i'm hopeful that like the money like those of us who are kind of conservative investors like maybe i could actually put money in a bank account or a cd and get more than 0.0001 percent interest on it um the mayor of the city of new york eric adams has endorsed the governor of the state of new york uh, Governor Hochul, um, that's kind of a big deal, especially considering the relationship, the close relationship that Eric Adams has with Tom Swazi. So we called our political analyst, uh, Hank Shankoff, a real veteran of New York City politics. He's going to come on in the next segment to talk about the ramifications of that endorsement, as well as, uh, you know, Trump did a really good job nationally. Uh, I, almost all of his, uh, I think just one person who he endorsed did not win, um, but I, I think everyone else did. Well, the same kind of thing is happening here in New York State in the New York State Assembly regarding uh, Mayor Adams and AOC, the congresswoman. Uh, you know, she's backing all of these socialist candidates for the assembly, and uh, Adams is basically backing, I believe they're all incumbents. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see the night of June 28th, the morning of June 29th, how that, you know, how much juice uh, Eric Adams has to, uh, well, look, he's got, he's backing incumbents, so he he should have a leg up. But, you know, let's see how much power AOC has. I think, my opinion, her power is waning. 
um, a lot of her policies and her ideas when the economy is horrible and crime is up is not the way to go. I mean, you know, I know we've been, it's like beating a dead horse, but, you know, gas, gas is crazy expensive. I mean, it's really a lot of money. Even this little Fiat 500, anybody who knows what a Fiat 500 is, it's a small car. It doesn't get the best gas mileage, but now it's like $42 to, like, fill it up. And obviously, I'm not, like, totally on empty. Um, you know, that's like a lot of money for such a small, small car. All my friends who have these huge... Um, uh, these huge SUVs, I mean, they they literally can't fill it up because most of the pumps, they only let you charge a hundred bucks uh, unless, you know, you got a guy who's helping you out. These are interesting times. Um, you know, it's not 1977, 78, 79. Those of you who are not old enough, because I do have a lot of young listeners to the show, like I remember we, it had to do with the last digit of your license plate. There were odd days and even days. You know who's here at San Bellino? Brooke Schwartz. She's behind the Facebook video right now. And Brooke wouldn't remember, but when your dad and I were kids, we had to, um, our families had to wait on the particular day. Oh, Brooke, what, what is this song? San Bellino, what is this? Shake it off. Taylor Swift. Wait, wait does Brooke have her own song on the Idola Power Hour? I think all the women on the uh, show have one now. Oh, well, both of them. Well, Brooke, congratulations. Brooke is the intern here. And shake it off because she's got to shake it off because she's getting pulled on in the Idola Bertuna and Cameron's law firm in two directions. She's getting pulled in one direction by Joan to help with the radio show and pulled by the uh, the lawyers and the retired judges in the other direction to help with the legal stuff. So she kind of came into me. She's like, I don't know which way I'm supposed to go here. And I said, just shake it off, girl. Shake it off. Uh, you'll figure it out on your own. But Brooke has been a fantastic addition. I could already tell you uh, I'm going to miss her when she leaves. But Brooke, when we were kids... Like, younger than you, like 15, no, even younger than that, 13. You couldn't just pull into a gas station. You had to wait on the day of your license plate, odd days and even days, and there would be long, long lines. It was it was scary. Um, interest rates were nuts. <laughs> it was like, I think when my parents bought their house, I got to ask my dad, uh, in the 70s, in the mid-70s, but I think the interest he paid on his mortgage was like in the teens, like 13, 14, 15%. Luckily, I refinanced our, our home recently, and I think it's like 3%. Uh, There's a huge, huge difference. So we're going to have um, uh, Carl Gould on to, um, <clears throat> to break down some of the, the, the world of finance. Uh, I do want to – I mentioned that Luke is here. I want to give Johnny Beach. Uh, Johnny Beach just passed by. The, the law office is buzzing, and that really gives me excitement. Um, today, I had to bring Arthur and uh, Ariana to a, a wellness checkup at the doctor's office. And so there's my, I wasn't, I didn't know I was going to be able to make it. I was able to make it because a client canceled uh, an appointment. And, uh, you know, my little doll, my six month old angel, Ariana, to have to hold her while the doctor gives her two shots and watch her eyes like light up. Like, what, what is this pain while my father's holding me? It broke my heart. Although she was a trooper. I mean, she cried hard for like, Maybe 60 seconds. Uh, after the second shot, I put her right to mom, and, and she did a little skin-on-skin skin with mom because that always keeps her calm. Marianne is wonderful, and then Marianne actually nursed her right there, and that definitely calmed her down. But then it was time for Arthur. Now, Arthur, who's five and a half, and he's a pretty brave kid, uh, he was great with the whole regular checkup and sticking the thing down his throat and his ears and his nose and just all that stuff. He didn't need a shot, but they did want to give him a blood test. 
So that means you got to stick the thing in, you know, in, in the arm there, um, in your vein. That was a little bit of a challenge. He basically told us, no way that's not happening. Um, took us maybe like 10 minutes with two nurses, Mary and myself, trying to convince him. Um, and then we brought in the big guns. We brought in the doctor. And she sat down, and she's like, Arthur, look, we're just this is happening, and we're doing it. And here's the part that impressed me. When... So she she does it. She pricks him. He's he's pretty much okay with it. And then the, what are the first words out of his mouth? Because Marion had like a book in front of him, like she was reading to him, so he couldn't see. And he goes, "Ready for this, Sam Bolin?" He goes, "I want to see the blood." <laughs> he goes, "He goes, I want to see my blood." So I'm like, "All right." And the doctor goes, "Maybe we should wait. I could take five of these." Like, I, you know, she thought he was going to get upset. But then he looked, I go, Arthur, it's purple. Your blood is purple. He goes, what does that mean? I was like, that means you're super duper strong. Um, and then sure enough, when the, the last vial, the kid was there and he was staring at his own blood sucked, being sucked out of his vein. It was great. So Arthur, who I believe is taking a nap right now because Marianne just texted me that. I'll let you listen to this later. I'm so proud of you. You were a brave little boy today. I know that's weird having things stuck inside of you, especially in your arm. But uh, you were a great big brother because you kissed and hugged Ariana when she was crying about her two shots. And then you were a brave boy when you got your blood taken out. So, And then tonight we're going with Luca. How? I mean, I, I know. I know this sounds so selfish, but I, I'm just I'm so lucky. I mean, I, I got to spend time with my two, my two children uh, earlier today and accompany them and hopefully gave them some support and confidence when they were in a stressful situation. I was lucky enough to support my bride because she gets all bugged out when her child children are in distress. And now I'm hanging out with Big Luca, who we did a we did a back to back. For those of you who know me and know Luca forever, we did a back to back and I am slightly, slightly taller than him, but like less than an inch, like a half an inch, which is nuts. Uh, it shows you how time flies, folks. Uh, so cherish every moment of it. Um, we, I just want to tell you real quick about the automobile industry. I, you know, I spoke to Mike Esposito yesterday who owns Platinum Motors, who's the sponsor of this show. And, you know, the whole thing with the chips and the cars and not being available, like that's a real thing. Whether it's forced or not, I, I, or whether it really is a crisis or they're creating a crisis, I mean, he's, he said the Mitsubishis are flying off the lot, especially because they get great gas mileage, great, great gas mileage, but he can't get them in fast enough. And it's not just him. Uh, I think he's, oh, he said the Mazda dealership to his right. He's like, there's like six cars on the lot. They usually have like 60, 70, 80. So, um, you know, if you want a car, I would, I, and Lauren Fix will tell you this on Mondays, you're better off going out there and either finding something used that it's not, you're not being gouged and Mike. Esposito won't gouge you on, on for a used car or pre-order one and just be prepared to wait five or, or six months for it. We're going to come back with Hank talking politics. Don't go anywhere. All right, so you know what time it is. It is time for me to give you the dates where you could go and hear Mike Connors of Connors and Sullivan uh, conduct a free seminar and have all your questions answered regarding wills, trusts, power of attorneys, healthcare proxies, living wills, estate planning. Mike Connors live sitting there with you one-on-one. I don't think there's going to be hundreds of people there So in any of these. So you're going to get like a lot of personal attention. Monday, June 27th at Buckley's in Marine Park, Brooklyn, 11 a.m. and 3 p.m. 
Tuesday, June 28th at Conley's Corner in Maspeth at 3 p.m. and 7 p.m. Wednesday, June 29th at the Greenhouse Cafe in Bay Ridge at 11 a.m., 3 p.m. and 7 p.m. You know, maybe we should broadcast live that night um, from the Greenhouse because we'll go on from 6 to 7 and the Mike Connors could go on and maybe he could be a guest on the show. Isn't that a great idea, Joni and Joyce? On Thursday, June 30th at the Adria Hotel in Bayside, Queens. Look, you know what Bayside, Queens is? Have you ever been there? Yeah. Okay. It's at 11 a.m. and 3 p.m. So you're at Buckley's and Marine Park, Conley's Corner in Maspeth, the Greenhouse Cafe in Bay Ridge, and the Adria Hotel in Bayside. Uh, just go on Connors and Sullivan website, connorsandsullivan.com, or call them at 718-238-6500, 718-238-6500, if you want to either know where the appointments are or what time they are, or if you want your own appointment to meet with Mike Connors. Because, folks, as Mike always says, The biggest mistake when it comes to estate planning is not planning at all. Keep your body moving with powerful nutrients to support your joints and overall mobility. Invite Health is here to save the day and your body with the best-selling Cartilage HX. Cartilage HX helps to maintain the health of your cartilage and promotes flexibility and mobility. This powerful formulation provides a patented form of type 2 collagen called UC2 that has been shown in clinical studies to promote joint comfort and strong, healthy bones. Just listen to what some Invite Health customers in the tri-state area are saying about Cartilage HX. I had a problem with my left knee and had to take baby steps going up the stairs. I'm almost normal now. Miracle. When I climb the stairs, my knees no longer hurt. Stay active with the help of Cartilage HX. Buy one bottle, get the other free, plus free shipping today. Call 800-673-2345 now to order. Again, that's 800-673-2345. 800-673-2345. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey, is proud to be an automotive leader in our area and sponsor of the Arthur Idala Power Hour. Driving ambition for 40 years in the United States, Mitsubishi Motors sees the automotive industry differently. Mitsubishi challenges convention with innovative approaches in the way Mitsubishi engineers and builds their vehicles. Just look at the all-new redesigned 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander, now in stock in all trim levels and all with the flexibility of third-row seating. Visit Freehold Mitsubishi today. Freehold Mitsubishi. Mitsubishi.com or call 732-863-2788. If you don't like who's in there, vote them out. That's what election day is all about. The biggest gun we've got is called the ballot box. You don't like who's in there, vote them out. Vote them out. Vote them out. And when they're gone, we'll sing and dance and shout. Bring some new ones in, and we'll start that show again. And if you don't like who's in there, vote them out. Who is this? Willie Nelson. It's very apropos for our next guest. Uh, and you know what? Let's just start off by talking about that. Hank Shankoff, who is a veteran of po- all things politics uh, all around the globe. But we're going to focus on New York City here, uh, keeping it live, keeping it local. Um, Hank, you know, the song about voting them out is the power of incumbency 
and combined with the laziness of people not voting, uh, would you say that mandates that we should have term limits for every elected office? I'm not a big, first of all, good evening, everyone. I'm not a big believer in term limits, but, you know, I've become uh, much more engaged in even thinking about it because what we've created is a a political industrial complex where people stay in office forever and they take care of their friends and then they, uh, those friends take care of the same friends and this goes on forever and contracts get delivered through lobbyists who are friends of the friends and consultants uh, somehow keep making money doing the same campaigns that should have been retired. You know, it's like getting a suit made. They give you last year's suit and put it on now. And it goes on and on and on. And money and, and re-election and being re- the ability, having the capacity to be re-elected are the dynamics that judge the system rather than output of work. Um, so maybe getting rid of people or threatening that we get rid of them more frequently would be very good for the system, although I've never believed it before, but I'm beginning to believe it now. Because I look at the skulls that we have running around doing this work, and I look at the streets, and I see the crime, and I lose my mind. That's I it. also think, Hank, I, you know, look, I, I, I'm not an ageist. I had a, I lunch today with a friend of mine. I was talking about how so many of my dear, dear friends are like 70 years and above, and, you know, I'm 54, so that's a pretty big age difference. But You, know, you don't look 54, believe me. You look younger. Well, uh, that's all right. But listen, the bottom line is, like, it's true. I mean, I have less energy and less ideas than when I was 34. And I know Carol, uh, uh, Carol Maloney, what, isn't she going to be 80? And Nadler, and they've been there forever, the Congress people. You, know, you, you just run out of ideas. You run out of steam. You, run, you, you get complacent. I don't know. I, I just think, you know, when, when the city council went with term limits and the mayor, that all had to do with money and, and matching funds. But I, I don't think at this point where we are in the country and the fact of the lack of people voting to do what Billy Nelson said and vote him out, at least here in the city. I mean, de Blasio got elected mayor with, what, 25 percent of elected of no. people who are eligible to vote voted in the whole election? What's hilarious, Arthur, you know, is the last election, 2021, the mayoral election, people were talking, look at the great turnouts. I said to myself, what are these people on drugs? Nobody came out to vote. The people are less interested overall than they've ever been in our politics because they'd see nothing new in our politics and they're depressed and distressed by our politics. And there's no great issue of the moment that they care about. And what inc- long term incumbency does is it tends to ensure that there is no interest because you're seeing the same face with the same ideas with people who are able to raise the kind of money required to run. today. look at you. You may see 10 to 10 million plus spent in that uh, Short term in that congressional race on the on the east and west side of Manhattan now with the Nat Nadler and Maloney. Are you kidding me? Ten um, million so, bucks? Are you so, kidding me for real? Yeah. It could be as much between what the independent expenditures are, between what the um, the uh, what the working that's families. That's an enormous amount of money. Report. But the working families party is not going to report. That's why they got. That's why they uh, their their previous leadership had to go. And while they were nearly indicted, I think by the former district attorney sat now and one Donovan, I think Dan Donovan. Um, be that as it may, you know, all this skullduggery that is part of our politics that wasn't supposed to be there. In other words, what the reforms have done is to benefit the upper class or the, you know, every reform is an upper class bias. So all the reforms have made sure that those in power remain in power as best as they can. And those right. who can raise the money and spend the money have access to raising and spending the money. And the poor guys on the bottom have access to nothing and nobody. It's perfect. 
So Hank Shankov, who said he was never really a fan of uh, of term limits, at, the, at this point you're at least considering that that may be in the best interest of, of the country. Well, it, it may very well be in the best interest of the country. You know, if we're going to have a fight, let's have a fight um, that is um, that is certainly not constrained by who's got the most money because uh, they, they were able to accumulate it during the time they were in office because they were sat on the committees that regulated certain industries, and the guys in those industries came up with the money and took care of them. I mean, you ever wonder why we have so many dialysis locations in certain places? I mean, you know, ever wonder why, <laughs> you know, we have roads in certain places and not in others? I, I why gotcha. we have, we have, I mean, you know, it's, it's the nature of incumbency, one hand washing the other, but the amount of money involved today is so overwhelming that many hands get washed uh, less frequently. It was interesting because someone who I was speaking with today was a member of the Giuliani administration, whatever, 20 years, 20, how about 30 years ago almost. Um, And what they said was what Rudy had going for him when he came into office was he didn't have every Democrat in the city coming to him for the first six months and saying, I made you the mayor, so you owe me this favor, you owe me that favor, you owe me these other favor. You know, he, he had the backing of, uh, you know, a bunch of Republicans, but not nearly the en masse uh, unit of the Democratic Party. And he didn't have to, you know, he didn't have to grease a lot of palms, if you know what I mean, or grease the skids uh, with a bunch of favors. He was able to hit the ground running. Speaking of the Giuliani name, uh, I, I didn't promo, and I should have, uh, the fact that there was the re- uh, Republican gubernatorial uh, debate this past debate. Monday night. And uh, what, what, yeah. let's hear from Hank Shinkoff about what your thoughts were about the debate. It was fascinating. If I were, if I were, if I were still, if I were working on a statewide campaign, um, which I've done a few of a lot, and I've worked a lot in the New York state, but if I were doing it, I would have done a, uh, I would have videotaped or kept a copy on, and, you know, put on a CD or whatever I needed to do, put it on whatever I needed uh, whatever modality to hold the entire debate in hand, because whoever will be the Republican nominee of those three gave the Democrats enough material to whack, whack them very, very well come the fall. Okay, Whack them really hard. I mean, talking about Trump, Trump is an outlier in New York politics, was from the day that he got elected. I said it at the time in, a, in the New York Times Magazine that his name would be I remembered as a, as, a, uh, as a kind of a curse word once he got elected, which is exactly what happened. Yep. You know, the, the connection to Trump, uh, the, connect, the, the, the nuttiness of, of old-style language to define the crime problem. You know, talking about stop and frisk is like saying, oh, let's, let's okay, you know, because it's been defined by race now. So when you mention it, you might as well just say you're a racist. Why don't you just no, say, stop and how do you say, say question people appropriately, take appropriate action? But they're not doing that. They're running a campaign based upon, yeah, based upon what I heard, they're running a campaign from 1990. That should work out very well in 1990. The problem is, you know, that kid in that movie with the with the machine that went backwards in time doesn't work. You know, yeah, we're yeah, not going that, back. That's to the back to the future. Yes. So, Hank, here's the interesting part because you mentioned uh, stop and frisk. Yes, the Republican, uh, uh, especially Andrew Giuliani, was talking about you know stop and frisk and how it lowered the crime. When they asked De Blasio, I think Errol Lewis on New York One said, you know, what would you consider one of your greatest accomplishments as, as mayor? He said, eliminating <laughs> stop and frisk. So he, within a couple of nights on the, on the TV, one channel apart, one's bragging about stop and frisk being gone and one's saying we got to bring it back. Was there any kind of clear winner of the Republican debate? Um, I think Zeldin did very well. I think, uh, you know, I think Harry Wilson. If, Pataki, if George Pataki were the model, would try to fit into that model. But 
the problem that, that, that George Harry Wilson faces, although he can write, spend money and write checks and all the rest of it, um, should he lose is that there is no George Pataki model in the Republican Party anymore in New York State, that everything has moved to the right. And in order for them to win in the fall, they're going to have to take, they're going to have to benefit to some extent by the national chaos, which is pretty clear that they will. But they've also got to be not too wacky, because if you're too wacky in your rhetoric, people aren't going to show up, even if you're right. Why? Because no one wants, to, no one minds being a racist or an idiot. They mind being found out. That's the difference. <laughs> Very interesting. So I, I'm talking to Hank Shankoff. Hank, uh, I, you know, I saw you this past summer at a lot of uh, Eric Adams events, and uh, I went to one at the Columbus Citizens Foundation, uh, I think towards the end of the summer. I don't remember exactly, but uh, Eric Adams was introduced by Congressman Tom Swazi, and they obviously have a very close relationship. And when <clears throat> Eric came into office, it was a big deal that I think he wanted, uh, he, he said at least he wanted Swazi to be the first deputy mayor of the city of New York. And then today he endorses Hochul. And all I'm going to say is if you're saying to everyone, I think this guy should be the first deputy mayor, as Hank Schenkoff knows, they basically run the city the day in and day out of, of, uh, of the mechanics of the city. If you're going to go out and say, I think he's the best guy to run the city, isn't it a little hip, hypocritical or at least contradictory to say he's not the best guy to run the state? It's not the best look, shall we say. Loyalty is uh, is a seasonal event in in politics. And uh, Eric Adams is now the mayor. He's not a candidate. He's not the mayor-elect. And he figured out something very important, which Rudy Giuliani did not understand and John Lindsay did not understand. And a couple of other mayors in between didn't understand that having a governor on the wrong side of you is like taking arsenic every day you wake up because you don't know if you're going to get through the next day because governors and the state legislature really control New York City. New York City does not control New York City. So if the governor's uh, your enemy, um, your life can be very, very miserable. Giuliani and Pataki, good example. And John Lindsay, when he was the mayor, for those who read history or remember anything, John Lindsay Rockefeller hated him, put a special prosecutor in here and tried to lock him up. Huh? Now, um, forget that. You know? In terms of the Giuliani Pataki thing, was that because Giuliani backed uh, Mario Cuomo in his re-election bait? Yep, was that that's the reason. Called this this absolute disloyalty from Pataki's perspective, and from Alfonso Mata was the senator at the time. I would guess he felt the same way. You know, it and, was um, it's just stupid. You want to pick a fight with the governor? Don't do it. So Tom, so Tom, so Eric Adams did the right thing for New York City and for you know for himself to get his job done such as it is and such as it will be. Uh, Tom Swazi is a hero, and he is likely not to win the, um, the gubernatorial, uh, Democrat, the Democratic gubernatorial primary, but he is a hero because, you know, all of us who are armchair jockeys, we, you know, we go out and we say, oh, look at that other guy, and we have all kinds of complaints, but Swazi's a guy who actually went into the ring twice. Who's has, he, he, you know, I was on the other side of him working for the Nassau PBA of Disclosure, um, when he was county executive in Nassau County. But he went out to do it, and he did the best he could. And his commercials, frankly, uh, for his campaign, are far superior in production and message value than anything the Hochul campaign has up, truthfully. Um, oh, that's interesting. Well, one last thing. Respect. 
I listen. I, I I've been I, Tom's been on this show. Um, we, by the way, we we put in a hundred calls to Governor Hochul's office. She has not been on this show. Um, I I know Tom a long time. We have a mutual friend, Paul D'Amelia. I have a tremendous amount. I mean, look, the guy is a CPA and a lawyer. That those are that's a beautiful skill set to have to manage or run. The guy that hold on, the guy that started me, that first the guy that was my idol when I was a poor kid in the South Bronx, who was a CPA and a lawyer, was Herman Badillo. And he oh. never became mayor, and that was his dream. And Tom wanted to be governor, and he's not likely to become governor. Um, well, it only goes to Tom, prove again Tom's that still young. I, you know, I, the job, no one wants you. I wouldn't, I wouldn't count Tom, count Tom out just yet. I think he's fifty-seven or something like that. He's and he's not going to go anywhere. Uh, I don't think we can He'll... use a guy like that in government. You know, somebody who's straight to the point and actually and actually cares about the people. And you know, everybody forgets state and local tax uh, taxes and getting the back of the deduction. Tom Swazi led that battle. Um, and um, he's okay with me. But anyway, you were going to say All right. No, all I was going to say, we got a minute left, Hank. Real quick, you know, you talked about the relationships between mayors and governors, and obviously uh, de Blasio and Cuomo, you know, did not have a good relationship. Was that de Blasio's fault, or did Cuomo come out of the box swinging as soon as de Blasio became the mayor-elect? It was really de Blasio's fault for not understanding who the governor was and not understanding his place. That's the problem. Did Andrew Cuomo overreact? Oh, absolutely. But did Bill de Blasio not understand how to play with it? The answer is yes. Look, Mike Bloomberg understood it and did great things for New York City. Great things for New York City. Um, Abe Beam un- kind of understood it, but, you know, we nearly went to jail over the fiscal crisis in Harrison Golden, controller at the time. You know, it's a complicated, complicated thing, and Rudy certainly did not um, – very complicated. If you don't do right by the governor, the governor comes to, to guess. You you can guess what to you. I got you. The well, there you got from from an expert of all experts from the world of politics, the great Hank Shankoff. Hank, thanks for always being available when we need you to uh, clarify some of the situation. Have a great Wednesday evening. I'm great. I'm grateful to you, Arthur. Have a wonderful night, you and yours. All the best. Thank you so much. All right, folks, we're going to be back with Carl Gould, who's going to explain to us what's going on with the finances, economy, inflation, and interest rates. Don't go anywhere. So I love the fact that Susan from Rhino Shield has chosen our show, of all the shows, to highlight uh, her greatness and the greatness of her product because it's 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 easy for me. I mean, it's easy for me to talk about Connors and Sullivan because they've helped my family with all of their estate planning. And it's obviously easy for me to talk about Rhino Shield because my house is painted in Rhino Shield. And um, it's such a there's such a personal touch. And you balance that with the professionalism that she has. Uh, and the fact that she really knows what she's doing. She knows her product. She knows what it can do. She knows what it can't do. She knows what it can do for the walls. She knows what it can do for the roof. Um, so I love the fact that I'm able to speak about it and tell you guys that it's definitely something you should consider, especially that she's giving this 20% off for anyone who requests a free quote by June the 30th. I mean, it's a free quote. It's not costing you anything. And the cool part is, Either Susan or someone from her team will come to your house. She'll take pictures. They'll download it onto their computer. And then they could show you what your house would look like in all different colors. And not just the, the house, then with the window trim. And, and what my thing has gutters all around. And those gutters are painted. And I don't know. It's probably not even called gutters. They're called something else. But um, it's, it's a very, very, very cool way to take care of your house. And here's the thing. I have this warranty now. 
It's a 25-year transparable warranty. So you got to take the piece of paper, you got to like put it in a folder somewhere and just put it, I don't know, in that drawer where you put important papers. Because if you sell your house, that's one of the things that comes with it. And if there's a problem, and the Rhino Shield folks have been around a long time, so it's not like, oh, because someone asked me, oh, Arthur, it's a 25-year warranty, but what if the company goes belly up tomorrow? Well, they've been around a long, long time. So they're not going belly up any anytime soon. Uh, uh, so I wouldn't even consider that. And the fact that it, it's not just paint, the fact that it uh, it just keeps looking great year after year, but it's also like this little extra uh, layer of insulation where it's keeping the heat in in the wintertime, so it's helping you lower your heating bills, and it's keeping uh, the air conditioning in the summertime. I think it's what Dean calls a tight box or something like that. So that, you know, you're well, as long as your walls are well insulated from the inside and then you have the Rhino Shield on the outside, it's just a great product. I can't recommend it highly enough. So it's very easy to get an appointment with Susan. Just dial 877-744-6608, 877-744-6608, or go to rhinoshieldofnewyork.com. And I would just tell Susan, hi, I heard Arthur talking about you. He said it's a great product, and I'd like a free quote. And if you do that in the next, whatever it is, 15 days, the next two weeks, uh, you're going to get a nice 20% off, which is a big, big deal. So don't hesitate. Call Rhino Shield, 877-744-6608. Hi, Cal McCullough. Coming up tonight at 7, Wellness Night, and we are loaded. Amanda Williams from our very own Invite Health Midday Show will be joining us for the very first time. Plus... That Fox News medical all-star that seems to be an all-around great person, Dr. Jeanette Nishwat, joins us tonight at 7. See you then. Want more of AM970 The Answer and our hosts? Then interact with us. Follow us on Twitter for breaking news, what's coming up on the radio, thoughts from our hosts, deals from our advertisers, and more. Our handle is at AM970 The Answer. Come on, tweet with us. There's nothing like hearing the songs you love on local radio with no subscriptions and no monthly fees. But there's a new bill in Congress that could stop the music. If passed, this bill would tax your local radio station simply to play the music you love. Text LOCAL to 52886 and ask Congress to support local radio stations. Help us keep you connected to the music, local news, weather, and traffic that you need each day. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. The Arthur Idala Power Hour is sponsored in part by the good people at Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey. America's been thunderstruck by the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander. Get high style without the high price, plus an industry-leading 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Drive one today at Freehold Mitsubishi for the best selection and outstanding customer service. Just a short ride from anywhere in the metro tri-state area. Visit FreeholdMitsubishi.com or call 732-863-2788. We're back to the Arthur Idala Power Hour with New York City's preeminent trial attorney and quintessential New Yorker, attorney Arthur Idala. It is Wednesday. You got over the hump Thursday, Friday, and then we go into this Father's Day weekend. It looks like it's pretty decent weather. And then Monday uh, is the first uh, time we're going to celebrate Juneteenth, which is actually Sunday, but they're moving it over. So those of us like me and my family who make a real big deal out of um, Father's Day, 
Because, you know, Memorial Day, the weather is always, you know, it could be a little chilly and you don't know what it's going to be, although this year was fantastic. But by the, towards the end of, end of June, it's usually a pretty, a pretty nice weekend. So we're really all excited. We're going to go out to Long Island. And now, definitely, I already looked, this year, Monday is a holiday. And next year, Monday, Juneteenth actually falls on a Monday. So it's a holiday. So we're going to have a great, great time. So we've been working our tail off a little bit this week here at uh, ABK Law. And um, we're going to do the same tomorrow and Friday. And then uh, we got a little uh, three-day weekend to celebrate fathers. Although I got this thing about, oh, God, I'll do another segment on it, that they're not calling it Father's Day in a particular school. They're calling it Special People Day. I don't even know. I may have spoken it on the air. Um, you know, we're allowed to celebrate fathers. It's okay. And, yes, some people don't have fathers and some people don't have mothers. But you know what? Some people don't have hair. And we just figure out, you know, my buddy Alex doesn't have a leg and he figures it out. The kid is rollerblading, roller skating all over uh, Rockefeller Center doing handstands. You you figure it out. Um, We're all here to help people. We're all here to support people. But you don't need to take away the father holiday or the mother holiday because certain people don't have it. All right. Now let's talk about things that are very, very important, like Will you be able to pay the mortgage? Will you be able to pay the rent? Will you be able to pay the kids' tuition? Will you be able to buy lunch? The price of lunch right here in Midtown. And I'm not talking about going to a restaurant. I'm talking about going to the deli and getting a, you know one of those t- tables where you pick up my uh, salad and stuff. It's crazy. Really crazy. I ordered, <laughs> I got a salad the other day. I don't know. I got some extra toppings. They're like $21.95. I go, that's lettuce. $21.95. It's $22. It's lettuce. Lettuce. But you know what? Oh, one more thing before I bring on Carl Gould. I got a delivery to the Hamptons of a piece of equipment I needed, and the equipment was not inexpensive, and I'm sure they made a pretty nice profit. And there's two lines. There's the piece of equipment that I need from my backyard, and it's got the price, and then there's a fuel delivery surcharge of 15 bucks. First time I've ever seen that. And it's not like they drove from Manhattan to Long Island. It's, you know, I don't know, miles away. But there we go. Fuel surcharge. So Carl Gould, who is, uh, he's got the company Seven Stage Advisors. He knows money inside and out. What's up, Carl? Why am I paying $21 for a a salad? Why am I paying $15 for a fuel surcharge for something I need to deliver to my house? And is there any relief in sight in 2022, 2023, 2024? Carl Gould, take it away. Yeah, you know, it's uh, I, it, it, whenever you have inflation like this, it's not a happy day, you know. And and at some time, at some point, we were going to have to pay the piper because you know the uh, the pandemic um, happened. And, and what, what here's a big challenge that we're going to have to overcome, Arthur, is that you know the people that used to drive trucks, the used to, people that used to fly planes, the used to, people that used to work at restaurants, they were all sent home. You all remember that? You all remember that? You know. And then we and then we gave incentives for people to, uh, uh, you know, to stay at home. They were getting extra unemployment. Well, what happened was these people went out and got different jobs in different industries. And now, you know, we have a truck. We have a a truck driver shortage of, you know, over 50,000. We're short right now, 50,000 truck drivers. So if you want lettuce, it's got to go on a truck. And there's not a truck driver. So that means there's less lettuce. If there's less lettuce and equal demand, then you're going to have higher prices. And so these industries are scrambling to get people to come back, not just to work, but come back to the industry first. That's their first problem. And then once they get them back in, then maybe they can entice them to take the job. 
Wow. Um, now, I got it. I got it. Believe me, I, I, I know so many people who own restaurants here in New York City. Uh, they can't find any help. They cannot find any help. My landscaper on Long Island can't find any help. He, my The guy who literally cuts my grass, really nice guy, Ben, he literally has his wife, and who's like a petite woman, and stepson, who's like 15, cutting lawns with him because he can't find reliable help or people who just show up and do their job every day. And he goes, the guys who I do find, he goes, they want $40 an hour. He goes, Arthur, I'm only charging you $42. He goes, what are we going to make? $2 profit? He goes, there wouldn't even be profit. So it is, and just call, uh, I spoke to my buddy in Italy. The restaurants there are having to shrink the size of the their service area because they can't find enough waiters to service the people. So you can't have all these people there with two waiters. So it is a an international, I mean, for my little uh, scientific test there, I'm talking to a buddy in, in Italy, <laughs> but it's a, you know, it is an yeah. international crisis. So why did the feds raise the interest rates by 0.75 today? What does that mean? What are they trying to do? And how does it gonna, that affect us little individuals? Yeah, so, so the um, uh, they had to do it. I mean, they, you know, one of the ways to slow inflation and curb inflation is to raise the borrowing rate right, so they can keep things under control. So now, so what they did was they raised it, what they call 75 basis points, which is 0.75 of 1%, right? Three quarters of 1%. What that will mean to us is that means that it's going to be a little bit more expensive to take a mortgage. It's going to be a little bit more expensive to um, get a loan on a car. Um, when things get a little bit more expensive, you know, we um, uh, demand will curb a little bit. That'll bring prices down. Um, and so the Fed has this really tricky job where they're trying to, you know, balance a scale. How fast can we keep it going without it getting out of control? And, um, you know, if, if we didn't do that, uh, prices of, you know, of the things that we pay for would continue to spiral out of control. And, and they can't have that because then that would, uh, that would be catastrophic for our economy. So, so they have to, at times, slow us down. And this is one of the measures that they used to do it. And is this going to affect, like, my personal credit card? That's like, you know, I have, like, one card that's got, like, a pretty good rate. It's like 6.99%. And then there's another one that's, like, 8.99%. Will these trigger any of those clauses that say, okay, you know, it's a variable rate and now it can pop up? Well, if it's a variable rate, yes, it'll go up. If you have a fixed rate, then it's fixed. It's not going to go anywhere. Um, I wouldn't panic, though. Variable rates over time, especially on mortgages, historically are cheaper than, um, than uh, when you look at windows of time, uh, than a fixed rate. You know, when you, when you lock in, it, it traditionally goes a little, it goes a little higher. Now, let, let's keep a sense of perspective for just a minute. Prices have gone up. Right. We're in a recession. That's the bad news. All right. But now if you think about it, a recession just means that the that the economy didn't grow or it's contracting a little bit. What that means is of the hundred, the ninety eight of the one hundred dollars that were spent last year are being spent this year. So even though even though, uh, you know, we're having a little bit of a downturn, it's still really good. You know, um, when I when I got into business and I first, you know, bought my first house, you know, a mortgage was 13 percent. OK, I was, so, I, I was just going to call. I was going to just ask you that question. My parents bought their home in Brooklyn, New York, I, I believe it was 1976. And I just said in the last thing when I go, I think their interest rate was in the teens. 
Oh, it was. I mean, if you think about it, take your worst credit card. Everybody, go in your pocket, take out your worst credit card, the one like, oh, we got to get rid of this one because it's too expensive. Take that interest rate times two, and that's what a 30-year fixed mortgage was in the 70s and 80s. Right. right? And, and certainly in the late 80s, it was as high as 18%. Um, and so if you think about that, compared to now right now yeah a mortgage you might you might pay you know in the fives now but that's still an amazing rate right yeah we got a little spoiled with three and four for a period of time that was not sustainable that wasn't going to stay there forever either um but that's still a very good rate. Well, I, ho- I hope I, I did the right thing. I know you said over time variables do well, but I locked in, I think, at 3.1. I think I'm pretty good for that for a 30-year uh, fix. What do you think? You, you, I'm sure you did well there. Yeah, I mean, and there, are, and there are circumstances where if you can lock in right at the right time, it can be cheaper. Just overall, people tend to, you know, take out fixed-rate mortgages, and when you look at the variable rate for that time, you know, it stays low for a while you know but we we fear that oh my god it could go up and get too expensive and that and that fear isn't always realized but yeah if you got a great rate if you're at 3.1 percent ride that baby that's basically free money yeah then I'm, I'm trust me i'm riding so i got a minute left carl gould who's the uh the head of seven stage advisors what you know just just give folks who are listening in just a little uh, piece of advice keep them calm or or not whatever you got to say carl yeah, so so look, you're good. Here's the reality. The reality is, is we're going to have inflation um, now, especially with the uh, the Fed rate hike. You know, through this year and into next year, it's coming. So, what happens when gas gets really expensive? Well, you know what? You don't fly for your vacation. You probably drive or you do a staycation. Okay, um, so you're going to have to be a little bit more economical and a little bit more efficient with your movements. You know, you take your, your car down the shore or out to the Hamptons, put your bike on the back, right? So when it's time to go out to dinner, you're going to ride your bike around as opposed to take your car out. So you're going to have to be a little bit more efficient with your movements, and you're going to have to be a little bit more careful with your purchases. In other words, there you, go. you know. You got uh, it from Carl Gould, the man who knows about money. Carl, thanks so much for being a guest. I really, really appreciate you coming on. Anytime. Be well. All right, folks, we're going to be right back. Luke is going to tell us about global history. Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey, is proud to be an automotive leader in our area and sponsor of the Arthur Idala Power Hour. Mitsubishi dreamers, designers, and engineers are redefining choices in mobility for a whole new generation of independent, modern, and savvy consumers who want value, like the new redesigned 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander featuring its industry-leading Mitsubishi 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Visit Freehold Mitsubishi today, freeholdmitsubishi.com, or call 732-863-27. In the wee hours of the night, when everyone else is fast asleep, you're the one on third shift, burning the midnight oil. When a part fails and everything comes to a grinding halt, regardless of what the clock on the wall says, you leap into action. Granger is with you and all the ones who get it done. With 24-7 customer support by phone or click to chat. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.
Today, it's Wellness Wednesday on Radio Night Live with Kevin McCullough. Sponsored by Balance of Nature, the whole fruit and vegetable capsule delivering your maximum nutrition in every dose. 100% whole food nutrition with the taste, smell, and color of pure fruits and veggies as nature intended just for you. Try them now and see for yourself. 35% off and free shipping. Call now, 800-2468-751 or balanceofnature.com. And don't miss Wellness Wednesday tonight at 7 p.m. on AM 970. The Answer. Attention homeowners, if you have a mortgage with Bank of America, Chase, Citibank, or any other major servicer, then you must pay attention. Regulators have reached a multi-million dollar settlement over foreclosure abuse claims. Your mortgage may be satisfied already. If not, you may be eligible for a principal reduction or a rate reduction as low as 2%. Call 1-800-731-6469. If you've been denied for a loan modification, harassed by your bank, stuck in document and voicemail hell, stop the madness and stay Stay in your home. Barney Janoni, attorney at law, can help. Call 1-800-731-6469. Are you facing foreclosure? Received a summons or complaint behind on your mortgage? Call Barney Janoni. Foreclosure defense, mortgage modifications, and we will appear in court to defend your rights. Get help now and get protected. In an era where it's tough to know which news outlet to trust, at a time where it's difficult to find facts, not just opinion, there is an oasis in the news desert. It's the Cats Roundtable. John Katsimatidis, the personification of the American dream, who built a multi-billion dollar business empire, talks with some of the nation's top newsmakers who are shaping the news cycle in the city, the country, and the world. Catch the Cats Roundtable every Sunday morning, starting at 8 on AM 970. The Answer. Kevin McCullough is next on AM 970. The Answer. Tumbling dice. It is, yes. So you want that to be like your theme song and every time you come on, say, Mo, please tumble dice? Yes. Um, besides going to the Yankee game, tell us what you've been studying. My global history region. Ah, when is that? This Friday. And uh, tell me, how have you been studying? By um, reading a review sheet. Okay, and what, like, global history, is it like ancient history? Is it like current, you know, more current history? What kind of topics are we talking about? Uh, well, some of the topics are um, Karl Marx and Frederick Engels. Okay, I know those guys. Um, the Irish Potato Famine. Oh, that was a rough time. Go ahead. Uh, the Berlin Conference. Okay, go ahead. It's a pretty cool topics. Now, you know a lot about all these topics now, correct? I do, yes. You feeling prepared for this test? Yes. All right, go ahead. Give me a couple more topics. I want to see what uh, spring, how many of these things spring. No, partition okay. of India. Oh, we sure to ask Uncle Imran over there. He would know all about that stuff. Go ahead. He talks about it all the time. The Ottoman Empire. The Ottoman Empire. Well, see, folks, now I wish I knew a little bit about all of those uh, those topics. Well, Luca, how long is the test? Do you know on Friday? Um, well, everyone gets double time, so you so you can use up to six hours. Wow. Okay, so it's a three-hour test, but you get a little extra time to work on. Is that the deal? Yes. All right. Is it all multiple choice or it's essays? 
Um, it's 28 multiple choice, and then two sets of um, of um, constructed response questions. And then you do this in handwritten, or is it all on a computer? Um, it is on the computer. Wow. You realize, like, when I was in school, <laughs> the, the, the computer didn't even exist. Do you understand that? Yes. I mean, they didn't, like, it existed maybe for, like, people going to the moon. But, like, when I was in school, I was in high school, it was... Yeah, there were like a couple of kids who knew what a computer was, but it's everything was done by hand, buddy. Yeah. Yep. Different times. Well, we'll be using a computer as tickets today. You know, it's amazing because an iPhone was really a computer. We're going to go on the subway. We're going to use the iPhone to for to pay the Metro card, right? There's no Metro card to pay the thing. Then we're going to go and to the stadium, and we're going to use the phone to as with the tickets. There's no more tickets. And then we'll sit down, and if we need to, I like to bring my headphones, and I listen to John Sterling and Susan Waldman, even though some of my buddies don't like them. You know, sometimes, right, when you're at the game, you don't even know exactly what's going on in the field, like if someone gets hurt or something like that. So, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Throwing on the radio and hearing what the, what the update is. Yes. What's your prediction for the game? Yankees-Rays. Um, my prediction is that the Yankees are going to win again. Well, they've been winning a lot, right? Yes. And you know who else has been winning a lot? The Mets. Yeah, they've been winning a lot, too. But the, I feel like, look, I feel like the Mets always doing well. Not always, but often do really well in June and July and then even into August. And then they have a meltdown. You know what I'm talking about? Yes, I know what you're talking about. I mean, you spend a lot of time in Queens. Would you say you're surrounded more by Mets fans or Yankee fans? Like in school and stuff. There, there's not too many baseball fans in school, I don't think. Oh, okay. Well, look, as long as no one's bullying you because you're a Yankee fan hanging out in Queens, you know, a lot of our friends like Frank Morano and Anthony Weiner and Uncle Joey Barada, they're all Mets fans. Mike Babiak. So, you know, we're, yeah, here's Joey Barada right here. He's cheering on the Mets. So, well, the Mets are, look, I'm rooting for both of them. This is the anniversary, 1997, 25, 25 years ago was the first time the Mets played the Yankees in a real game, in a regular season game. That was happening right now. So, all right, we are off to Yankee Stadium. I hope you enjoyed Hank Shankoff talking about politics, Carl Gould talking about money. We didn't talk about colors. We didn't talk about pocket organs, but we talked about Lucas Regent, and we talked about Yankee Stadium. Have a great Wednesday. We will be live and local again tomorrow. Have a good one, folks. The preceding program, sponsored by Freehold Mitsubishi. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver for the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.